Hello and welcome to Laughing Labia, a podcast featuring female comedians. So this month we have actually a kind of different podcast because normally we have the live show and then a little bit of studio talk. But this month is different. We did not have a live show this month because well, yeah, we're kind of lazy after Christmas, aren't we? Yeah, but it's like, also January and in yeah. January it's always the first Sunday of the month. Yeah, which we're either not in the country or certainly not conscious wherever we are. <laughs> or drunk. Yeah. <laughs> We kind of tried to do the dry January this month, right? But it's kind of ended up being dry-ish because we didn't stop drinking until like the, probably the fifth, fifth or sixth. No, I think it was even later. It no. was the seventh or something. We did start dry oh. January in the middle of January almost. <laughs> yeah, you're right because we had like a, a after Christmas party at my house. So yeah, it didn't work out well. Oh yeah, actually, nice. should we introduce ourselves? Oh yeah. Ourselves. Yeah, so I'm Catherine Allen. And my name is Alice Frick. Good. Now we have done this. Yeah, that was a good time. I, feel, I felt I knew if I was stressed about something. Oh, your microphone's moving there, love. My microphone is moving. <laughs> we have them, namely now I speak German. We have also a interesting recording situation this month. We are doing it in the attic of Catherine's house. I mean, it is my bedroom. It's not exactly an attic, is it? I think you've you've. But it's an attic. It's, an, it's a room and a roof. But I mean, when people think of an attic, I think they think of like like wood and mice rats i mean sometimes there was mice there here, was wasn't mice there? Yeah, there was here. mice but <laughs> <laughs> you know they were nice they were house mice i kind of felt they were different to attic mice somehow if anyone can see alice right now she's kind of like so one of our seats we've only got one seat up in my room so one of the seats is the bed and she's got i'm, I'm gonna take a picture of this actually oh my because God. This well is, i'm just trying pretty, to be special, close like. to the mic <laughs> it looks so uncomfortable i mean do you want me hang on i'm just gonna adjust the mic for you because this is absurd Ah, difficult. So we talk a bit today about New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. and ours failed. Yeah, pretty crap. Really pretty not. Crap. There was only one of them, right? Wasn't it? What else did we have? What else did you have? I think I just had one New Year's resolution. I thought I had a few. Really? Forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going well. No, no, no. I didn't forget it. One was start getting up at six thirty in the morning and trying yeah. to do some stuff before work. And I have been doing that. Yeah, she was really Except for good. today when I didn't wake up till like 10.30 or something. But Yeah, but that is pretty impressive. How do you feel with getting up at 6.30? Um, I think good. I don't think I feel any more tired or anything. I don't know, maybe. But I think also we've been dry-ish, haven't we? We've been drinking a bit less, so that's kind of that's hard yeah. to say. If I was... Oh, wow. There's oh, a wow. lot of noise from downstairs there. So, have... so that are the flatmates... They yeah. are having a party, a really fun party. Yeah, downstairs. and we're just stuck in an attic talking into microphones to no one. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Happy Sunday. Happy <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Besides that, yeah, so that, that resolution's going well and I'm starting to learn German. Yeah. yeah. Great growing audience in Germany. No, we, we try to prepare for our Brexit. <laughs> yeah, our own personal Brexit. Just so. to learn a language. Although I won't be able to move. Yeah, you have the British passport. Yeah, I will oh. be stuck on this island. And this is actually what we wanted to talk about today because Brexit is a topic that nobody, I don't know, do people still talk about it? I think so. I mean, my parents reckon, or well, they said that they don't talk about it anymore. Like I have dinner tables, they all agree that they wouldn't talk about it anymore. But I don't know, every, everyone, every random person I speak to is always like, oh God, Brexit, oh, what the hell, what's going on? I think everybody is talking about it because it is just ridiculous. It is it? the headlines, yeah. It doesn't leave room for any other news anymore. <laughs> so we have to talk about it because what do we talk about otherwise? Yeah, I miss the weather, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's windy and rainy today, isn't it? It was mainly windy. 
So we were uh, thinking to make a little podcast about Brexit and to interview female comedians to give their statement on it. Yeah, and the, the idea, the question was, um, what does Brexit mean to you? Or at least it should have been. What was it, Alice? What did you well, ask them? Well the, <laughs> <laughs> well, the question that it should have been was, what is Brexit for you? And I think I asked them, what do you think about Brexit? <laughs> See, the design of the what, what does Brexit mean to you is much more... Uh, it's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. I mean, I give them the freedom to... Either way, so we got get some like some uh, feedback from comedians about what Brexit is to them. Yeah, and the first one, she is uh, a regular at the Laughing Label live show. Her name is Lynn Ruth Miller, and she is 84 years old, the oldest female comedian performing. At the moment, I think she wrote me that she is in Singapore so and in Thailand, she she tours. Last year, she was in Vietnam. She's a, a funny woman that travels everywhere. Yeah, she's very worth catching if you see her any, any shows of hers. Yeah. I definitely recommend. She was at the first date of Channel Four as well. First dates, yeah. <laughs> she's hilarious. Yeah, what was it that, that she loves dating at her age because then she doesn't have to meet the in-laws. Yeah, that was funny. So what what does she say, Lynn with me? I let you read. I have the to quote. do it. Do I have to do it in an American accent? Yeah, I because can't we really do an American accent, but I can try. Okay, wait a second. So okay, I get into character. I'm from America. How to get into an American character? Okay. So what is all this about Brexit? It sounds like the arguments I had with my first husband every time we went to bed. In, out, now, later, smooth, rough, hard, soft, and Brexit looks like it's going to end just like it did with my first husband. No deal. Perfect. We can have a public vote if that was American or not. If yeah. you get the American, if you get the green card. <laughs> yeah, so that was a very funny quote from Lynn Ruth. And the question is actually because Brexit, all these political stuff things that happen are really good for comedy. And even at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival last year, 2018, they had so many Brexit shows. It was hilarious. They also had like this um, Brexit musical. Yeah, <laughs> and they had the guy walking around dressed up as Trump. He had quite a lot of commentary yeah. on that sort of thing. Actually, it was pretty more like Margaret Thatcher, wasn't it? And Sue Perkins also did a statement. Okay, so she she basically she got asked if she admires Theresa May. Yeah. Um, and she said, yeah, she did admire her, but like in the, in the same way that she respects shit on the shoe. Um, you know, no amount of twigging or like power hosing will actually get that shit off. And it's not really something you really want near you. But, you know, the she said, what did she say? She said, the... Uh, Theresa May's ability to cling on is the stuff of legends, which I think is a fair statement. It's, it is it unbelievably is impressive. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the woman terribly, but I can't help but think, well, fair play, you know, you're clinging on there. We went we went uh, bouldering yesterday. I feel like Theresa May would be really good at that. I yeah. fell off a couple of times or felt like I was nearly going to die about 12 times. Oh, she would fall down, break her leg and get up again with a broken leg. Yeah. She's like... <laughs> You're like, can anyone stop her? Like, She'd be like climbing with just her mouth by the end. <laughs> oh my god! We have another comedian, Penilla Holland. Uh, Brexit, uh, uh, Brexit, Brexit. It's nice that we're all collectively stupid. Isn't that nice? No one knows quite what's going on, and we can, you know, relate to that. Everyone's in it. Uh, yeah. I think I, that's, yeah, that's what I have to say about Brexit. <laughs> that's not, so we're, yeah, that's, do you think that's true? We are all collectively stupid. We've kind of made like the epic, epic decision, <laughs> steering our ship towards an iceberg. Yeah, we was like a third of the population or how many people voted 
It was 29%, I think, voted to leave. 29% of the population. Yeah. That is Pernilla Holland. She was at Laughing Labour uh, a few shows ago. Our next comedian we have a statement from is Mango Stone. And she actually sent a video to it, which is hilarious because I think she didn't do a voice recording. She did a video recording. So the video is her in bed in the middle of the night. <laughs> so she's quite passionate about Brexit. But she wakes up in the middle of the night to send the video um, over. Hello, um, I'm Mango and uh, I lay awake at night because of Brexit. I think it should be stopped. I think it's illegal. It's been carried out illegally by the likes of Aaron Banks and Cambridge Analytica. Aaron denies it, of course, whereas Cambridge Analytica admit it. Um, I feel the proof is in Aaron Banks's pudding chops. Um, I think uh, we need a second referendum and it should be carried out uh, without the influence of the right-wing media, if that's at all possible. Because sadly, when you have a right-wing government, it gives permission for the ugly far-right to raise its head. And we've seen a lot of that um, uh, since Brexit. Um, what people forget is that being part of the EU and being a multi multicultural um, country, uh, it, it hits out to, keep the U to make the UK rich. Um, not just financially, but in other another way, like different cultures, music, cooking. If it wasn't for other cultures, we would still be boiling our vegetables in salt water. And since the influence of others, we've learned that there are other ways to cook cabbage, um, which is great. And I thank my brothers and sisters for that, my, my European brothers and sisters. I don't want to be left um, with this uh, Tory government and no Human Rights Act. Um, I, I, I think uh, Tories are spineless, particularly the men. They will just run off and dump a woman in it. I think, um, as we have seen, um, they can't see below their own um, noses unless, of course, they see a fox, in which case they'll jump on horseback and chase it to death. I don't want to be left with this, these people um, and Brexit should be stopped. Thank you. Good night. Okay, so that's actually that's quite an interesting one, really. Um, because there was this Brexit um drama, wasn't there? And I haven't watched it yet, but people say it's quite it makes quite harrowing watching. I think it's I think it is following this Aaron Banks guy that she's talking about. And I just quickly Google while she was talking. So apparently, he bankrolled um the UK Independent Party and the Leave campaign. This Aaron Banks chap with something like I can't remember how much it was eighteen million or something. I can't remember. There's a figure. But there's massive questions about where that money came from, where he got his hands on that much money, um, and that that money came from outside of the UK and maybe Russia. So there's there's criminal investigations into whether he got that money from Russia, which I didn't actually know. I mean, I know there's all this talk whether Russia was involved in that, but through this guy apparently. And then the Cambridge Analytics were, I think we, all, I think people are more aware of that that they, again, but they're under criminal um, investigation as well. So do we really hear about that? I mean, you don't really hear about that in the news you too much. You did hear about or? the EU, the commission, um, not the EU commission, the electoral commission finding them in breach of, I think it was four counts of breaking the rules, the the um, campaign rules. So they that, that that was definitely in the news. I remember that. I didn't read it in detail, but the whole connection to the Russians and whether I know that there was there was something dodgy with the funding. There was definitely something dodgy with the funding that was announced. But I mean, yes. It's it's crazy, really, that you can that you can run this election with 
sending saying false information anyway like we always already know yeah. there was a lot of false information being banded about probably on both sides to a point um but then you know for the election to be won by not a great margin and then for you afterwards to find out that actually it's there's several counts of illegal beha- action happening but then it's still to be described as the will of the people and it would be you know it would be undemocratic to go to, to have another referendum it's like well how how is it undemocratic to yeah. redo something that's obviously wrong that's been that that isn't democratic that first vote was not democratic it simply wasn't i mean it's really weird, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. it's pretty mental. Anyway, this isn't funny. This is just depressing, right? It's this the... is just depressing. <laughs> this is just depressing. How do we make it funny again? Um, should we listen I mean, we could discuss a... your plans for what happens when, when Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alice has got many plans, I mean. My plans. I, I open up an Austrian basement comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I have written a quote down from a famous scientist. He is a male scientist. Yeah, we do. Huh? A male scientist. Male scientist. Yeah, I mean it's not technically in. But the we give one man a voice here, and you can comment on that I as can. being a female scientist. Okay, so okay. We can balance it out. Where did I write it down? Yes, here I've got it. Ah, oh, you got it. So this it is was um, from oh, so Stephen actually, Hawking. Yeah, so this is quite funny actually. I went to um, I, like part of my job I have to do outreach, so I went to the Frick Frick Institute. The Frick? Frick? No, not the Frick Institute. The Crick. I ah. get confused because your last name is Frick. It's the Crick Institute. You don't have a massive cancer research building. Well, you know, on Tuesdays normally. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesdays I do some medical research. What do you do? I bet you just go and get paid to go give your kidneys or something. La, la, la. <laughs> I don't need them anyway. Here you go. Done. <laughs> but yeah, so I went to the Crick Institute and this is a, an outreach thing with a load of people who are over 50 i think and they get together and go to talks and lots of sort of um cultural stuff together uh so there's like 80 odd of them and they wanted to watch they'd asked to watch uh, a theory of everything which is the film about stephen hawking and i'm like i'm being asked to go there to talk as someone who's an astrophysicist and talk about relevant things after this film so i'm like oh i better do some research because i don't really know that much about what stephen hawking did but I was saying to my like my workmates, oh yeah, I've got to go and do this thing. I've got to go and talk. I don't know anything about Stephen Hawking's. And they're like, well, first thing you should probably know is that it's Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Not Hawking's. <laughs> Although actually that day I noticed lots of people call him Stephen Hawking's. So really? Yeah, everybody does, it seems. Yeah. So I don't feel too bad about that. Anyway, that's just an aside. So he's Stephen Hawking said this about Brexit. I deal with tough mathematical questions every day, but please don't ask me to help with Brexit. I mean, it's not that funny, is it? It's not that funny. You, you, your timing went wrong, basically. Oh, fuck you. The next comedian is Madge Hooks, who has a voice for Brexit. And uh, you probably know her if you listened to this podcast before, because she was in one of our earlier shows this year. Madge Hooks. Well, hello, Laughing Navia. I'm so glad that you've sought my opinion on Brexit, because I just don't think there are enough opinions on Brexit flying around. Now, I'm one of these people who's of the opinion that Brexit will never happen. It will never happen. Now, I know it must be a scary time for Europeans uh, living in the UK right now, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It's just going to be a load of chat and a load of noise until everyone in living memory has died. And I think that's the second best option we can hope for. I don't think it's going to happen for three main reasons. Reason number one, um, it's, there's no clear political goal. 
Um, it's not like with Denmark and Greenland and its fisheries. Uh, that's a clear political goal. And it's a lot easier to say yes or no to other points of trade uh, to negotiate with the EU. And it's also a, re a goal that can be respected um, as well by the EU. Um, apparently we voted to leave the EU for a number of reasons and they're not clear political ones that you can take to the table. It's just a bit of a mess really. Um, which brings me on to my second point. There's not really the workforce uh, to carry it out. I mean, Theresa May isn't cut out for it. She's not a top-level negotiator. Back in the day, we used to have people from the UK who could speak several languages, who'd go over, who'd negotiate trade with their counterparts in various countries, sip GNTs on the veranda, and it was all very amicable. At least that's what I like to think it used to be like. Uh, thirdly and most importantly, it won't happen because the will just completely fall out of the economy. Already all the big businesses are looking to uh, move, um, all the financial institutions will pull out, and you might as well turn Canary Wharf into a playground or a music venue or any other suggestions welcome. So, to reiterate my point... Never gonna break it, 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 so we have one more. She's a Spanish comedian, uh, Sonia Asti. My name is Sonia Asti, and I am from sunny Spain. And what does Brexit mean for me? Well, I think Brexit is great. Yeah, thanks to Brexit, Britons will pay seven pounds to travel to EU countries. 18 million Brits went to Spain last year. Seven times 18 million. Do the maths. Thank you, Brexit. So I wasn't worried at all. I wasn't worried until a lady came up to me and said, go back to where you come from. And I thought, wow, that is harsh. But it got me thinking. What if everybody goes back to where they come from? Hmm. I get to go back to Spain. But some people... Some people are going to have to go back to Milton Keynes, Hall, uh, Sunderland. I mean, that's not nice. Anyway, I now have a British boyfriend. And he said that worse comes to worse, we'll get married. All it took was a national referendum. Now, I know he voted to remain. I guess he meant remain unmarried. But... To finish off, my boyfriend says that as soon as we get married, he's applying for the dual nationality. Because guess what, guys? Brexit. It's not just for foreigners. I'm Sonny, Sonia Aste from sunny Spain. Ever since Brexit, every time I perform, I ask the audience who is British in the audience because I need to know who to get married to. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe this is the reason why... Um, 
a lot of people voted out because they just wanted to get married to a European. Oh my God, that's genius. That is genius. That's actually genius. <laughs> like, oh my God, I've got so got the hot for Italian women, but they just don't like me back. Oh my God, if I if I vote for this. Then I have all the Italians yeah. on my side and the Spanish ones. Ding, fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have uh, one more uh, performer left. You actually know her quite well. I do. Who? It's Sally. Sally, yeah, of course. Yeah, and she right. is known as Alabaster Queen. Yes, and she's my queer and unsigned buddy partner. We started that together. So the queer and unsigned is um, basically a promotions network for um, up and coming queer artists of any sort. So musicians, um, writers, artists who are actors, queer and unsigned. Who, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are queer and unsigned. I mean, the, 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 name the clue is in the name, right? Gives it away, yeah. Uh, but we, we, the other thing we do is run uh, music nights. So we run a regular music night at Shebar. And then we run the acoustic stage at Elfest, which is a very large lesbian festival. So I think we're at Elfest and Mart Del Mar is next, isn't it, in June? In Spain. In sunny Spain. And maybe you all need a visa oh, to shit. go there. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, oh, I'm not paying for that. Yeah. In theory. In theory. <laughs> I mean, that that already is an example of... Where the organizer usually you pay flights, and then what if they have to pay seven pounds per person that is coming over there to work? Okay, let's hear Sally. Here's Sally. My accent gets really American again. Not American. Where is Sally? Sally, stop. Here she is. Alabasta Queen. Brexit here, Brexit there. That's all I'm bloody hearing about is Brexit. Bloody David Cameron, what a great man he was bloody shooting off when he did, not telling people or informing people enough. Are we in? Are we out? What's going on? Who are the people listening to? They're not listening to us. They're just having schoolyard arguments in the blinking parliament. Uh, what are they? Are they adults? I doubt it. <laughs> oh, the adults, I doubt it. That's hilarious. That is funny, but I kept, I started to watching. No, I do that again. I started to watching. I started to watch it. I started to watch the parliament sessions and it's hilarious. I mean, besides the fact that they scream at each other and uh, Corbyn is probably one of the worst because he gets so emotional and he's like a little child with white hair and wrinkles. I mean, that's when he bothers to say anything, right? He's generally a bit useless as far yeah. as I can tell it's just like oh man and Theresa May is almost uh, that she's like the evil little child on the playground that has done something really bad and never gets punished for it but never gets punished for it because she's just too good with getting away with it yeah she's a genius I don't or know or like Sue Perkins say <laughs> shit on the shoe shit on a show <laughs> God, but then I, I don't know if we if we got the shit off our shoe, would would there just be something worse underneath that shit? I feel like if someone else was not doing what she was doing, would it be worse? like Reese Moggs, that smarmy guy? I'm interested to know what she would campaign for if we did go for another referendum. Because before everything, she was really pro Remain and she had very strong statements and reasonings as to why we should stay in Europe. And then now she's like the big Brexit. The big balls of Brexit, right? I think she should campaign for Remain because that would give us a lot of more comedy potential. <laughs> for, for that is quite shows. a major U-turn. She's like a human boomerang, that woman. Yeah, she probably. But like, what would that. she? Because obviously, she believes it's the right thing to. It was the right thing to remain, but I, I guess maybe if she thinks, well, it's the will of the people that much, but she'd be pretty stupid if she genuinely thinks it's the will of the she people. She doesn't want to move out from Downing yeah. Street. Yeah. Have you seen how beautiful it well, looks we, like? Yeah. Well, we googled it the other day. Yeah. Right? It's it's amazing. I mean, if I became prime minister, I would I would fight with yeah. with my 
Converse. <laughs> it was my Hang last Converse. <laughs> Maybe that's why nothing's happened because she's just been busy chilling out there and like it's when great. we think she's like on the phone to Europe, she's actually just like smoking a cigar by a fire somewhere. Yeah. She's like, I'll just turn up on it to say, Yeah, I'll just I took the first deal they gave us. It doesn't really matter. And I'll just <laughs> I'll just keep saying we'll just stick with that and it's the only option and then I can just relax and enjoy myself. So yeah. I don't have to do anything really. That's I do that too. Sounds good. And she uh, walks on the red carpet every time she goes to the door. Oh, it's ooh, great. What it's if like she gets poo on her shoe? Someone oh, has to clean that carpet, that don't is, they? Yeah, but not her. Not her. Yeah. If she moves out, she probably has to clean her own carpets. Yeah. Pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is the end of our Brexit podcast. If you have an opinion or want to be part of our show, Please go on the website and uh, look up where you can get... Wow, where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> this is a never-ending sentence. I just wanted to say that we uh, have a Facebook page and a website and you could uh, interact with us and be featured on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you got... Uh, oh, because what we try to do is have a some sort of conversation piece that we have with our, our acts every every month. But we like that to be somehow drawn from an instance where a woman has been funny somehow. So that's our inspiration. So if you have something like your mum or your sister or someone you've seen on TV has particularly entertained you, then just send it away. So our next podcast is out in a few weeks. Then we have a live show as well. We have our next live show coming up very soon. If you want tickets to a live show at one time point in your life... <laughs> <laughs> you can also find this on our website www.laughinglabia.com or on our Facebook page uh, Laughing Labia I think Facebook Google machine Laughing Labia there is only one Laughing Labia if there is another one it's probably a porn website and has nothing to do with us <laughs> or does it or does it how do we make our money <laughs> this is the end of our podcast have a lovely week and see you next month have bye. a good week bye bye <laughs>